0: I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors, and we're talking Ram Trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. They have a lot to offer.
1: Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so.
0: Ram trucks are so versatile, you can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in. Where wherever they go.
1: Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram
0: really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck.
1: Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new. TRX which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27 or you can visit us on the web at Chilson.com. Remember let our family take care of your family.
2: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Jill Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Busold. On a Friday morning, it's the farm show, the shank of the day, baby. We're about, uh, actually about 14 minutes now before 5 o'clock. And weather continues to be very comfortable for man and beast as we look at about 57 out there right now. 73 the high today. As lots of things uh, getting started around the area. we got lots of uh, farm chores to do this morning. Brent Wink will be in. It's a Friday morning, of course. And the season is still going on. The planting, growing, and harvesting season. And we're going to talk about uh, another buyout in agriculture. Dairy plant closing around the area. Lots of other things going on. Like a busy weekend around the area as we get set for, uh, well... The week after Labor Day, which will be a lot cooler than Labor Day week. I didn't look at the moon. Bob and Jill, with you. is there a moon out there? Is that moon that we had that was so beautiful a few days ago gone? It's pretty
0: cloudy out.
2: It is. Okay. I, so hopefully we'll get some rain out of this. I don't know. A little, little opportunity, but uh, not a whole lot out there. And we do have some things that today is the 8th. Uh, we do have some things going on today. and big weekend in and What's going on today with their Harvest Fest?
0: It's their 20th annual Harvest Fest. It gets started tonight with food and music and tomorrow.
2: Now, by tonight, what are you talking, 10 o'clock? Or, no, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock later on this afternoon. So get the chores done and get to Cleggern.
0: Yep, and have some fun. And then Saturday, they've got all kinds of activities with a grand parade at noon. And then Sunday, they've got activities and uh, ball tournament and silent auction and all kinds of fun to have
2: out there. All right, so uh, later on tonight, all weekend in Clayhorn. anything else is starting tonight as far as the weekends or today?
0: We do. There's uh, the Falcon Frontiers Day oh, Rodeo. Oh, that's right.
2: That's over in River
0: Falls. Over in River Falls starts tonight with uh, Friday performance at 7 o'clock and then Saturday performances at one thirty and 7 o'clock.
2: And, and these are college kids, uh, college rodeo kids that uh, come from. Well, they'll come from Minnesota, Iowa, I don't know, Dakota. They come from around. As well, as the River Falls the rodeo team as well. And the Sheep and Wolf Festivals in Jefferson County
0: Fairgrounds starts tonight and runs through Sunday.
2: All right, and we've got more things going on over the weekends: meals and pulls and all kinds of stuff. As we have a pretty good weekend, a chance of rain uh, looks like on Sunday. Maybe into Monday and Tuesday, we'll talk about that and uh, tell you what's ahead. Busy Friday at WAX. The first voice of agriculture in
3: Wisconsin for over 35 years. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
2: as far as our farm tour to Panama and Costa Rica, talked with holiday vacations and they said it's fill it up. So again, if you want to go, get your name on the list. That gives you a little time to make that final decision. But get on the list. Get a hold of Holiday Vacations. You'll also want to get a hold of the uh, video. Watch the video. You get credit for that. And uh, they give you a little cash bump against the cost of the trip, too. So, again, don't tell them I told you that. But <laughs> get signed up if you think you want to go beautiful. Howler monkeys. Have you ever heard of a howler monkey?
0: I've not heard of a howler monkey.
2: A howler monkey. They're unbelievable. Watch them flying through. The- it's like watching a tarzan movie watching these howler monkeys they never come down they always live up in the trees and they actually howl it's really something to see so wildlife like you've never seen in costa rica and panama so get on the list hey a quick check of our weather brought to you by the chilson automotive group new 2023 subaru outbacks are now available at chilsonmotors.com And today, partly cloudy, another very pleasant day, 73 down to 51 tonight, 79 tomorrow, partly cloudy Sunday. It's going to be cloudy, 71, and maybe a chance of some rain, hopefully. We'll we'll get Mike Dandrea to tell us more about that here, a little over a half an hour from now. And on Monday, partly cloudy, 70, chance of rain on Tuesday, a very cool 65 for the high. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy, high only about 66 degrees 57 right now as we do the chores. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five minutes before five o'clock on a Friday morning in Wax, cool around the area. One of the cool spots we found, Hayward 45 this morning, Rice Lakes 55, Medford at 53, Wausau 54, so good morning for sleeping, if you can do that. Or getting up and doing the chores the cows should be pretty happy so again get up and get at them it's the shank of the day baby we'll uh, have again brent wink will join us as we go along and we're going to find out more about what's going on we're over at owen withy
0: yes owen withy they're having a breakfast and
2: what is it pancakes what is it? That's, uh. It's w- on
0: Saturday. Oh, it's on
2: Saturday. Tomorrow morning?
0: Yes, from 7 till noon. It's at the Black River Orchard in Withy.
2: Where? What do you mean in Withy? How close to Withy? Yeah. Where is it?
0: On County Road oh half mile south of 29.
2: All right. So, again, what time do they start? 7 o'clock. All right. So, that's tomorrow morning. We'll hear more about that as we go along this morning. And, uh, also. We're going to get a little update on uh, some mental health issues around Wisconsin and the resources that are available in these uh, tough times for pricing. We're going to get an update from uh, Karen Enders, who works with uh, mental health around Wisconsin and how you can avail yourself. Uh, Talk to somebody that uh, could give you a little update and uh, a little relief from pressures that we are feeling. That's coming up right here on wax again, fifty-seven degrees, partly cloudy. About seventy-three, the high today. I never uh, found out how your birthday party went. You had <laughs> what did you, you had a high, an expensive meal? And
0: uh, no, I did not have an expensive meal.
2: day <laughs> well, How'd you celebrate?
0: My kids actually went and got some pizzas, and oh, we good. had some ice cream. Oh, good. The best part of the whole deal was I didn't suggest. They just decided, and we got together, and oh, I got good. to see all my grandkids and play. And Did
2: you have a cake or just ice cream?
0: Well, we ended up with dilly bars. Well,
2: that's good too. So I that had nothing was, wrong with that. That's awesome. Uh, it really is. So good. Happy birthday! All right. So uh, again, that's in the past, and my my birthday's coming up. Boy, I tell you, they get here faster every year. You know it? Yeah,
0: they do. Yours is on a Monday, so is it? Okay. You get to. Like, party all... Oh, I'll all, party all weekend. You got a whole weekend of party. Oh,
2: looking forward to it. Oh, it's better to celebrate them than not, that's for sure. Hey, it's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXXO Claire. Let's find out what's going on on a Friday morning. NBC News Radio,
4: I'm Mark Mayfield. About two in three Democrat voters say they'd rather see a different nominee than President Biden. That's according to a new CNN poll that says 67% of left-leaning voters would like the party to nominate someone other than Biden. That's up from 54% who said the same thing in March. A bill to ban federal mask mandates came up short in the Senate. Brian Shook reports. Ohio Republican J.D. Vance introduced legislation to ban federal officials from issuing mask mandates for schools, domestic air travel, or public transit as COVID-19 cases rise. Vance attempted to pass the bill by unanimous consent Thursday on the Senate floor, but the move was blocked by Massachusetts Democrat Ed Markey. I'm Brian Shook. A Fulton County special grand jury report related to President Trump's Georgia election interference case is set to be released today. It's a result of an investigation into alleged efforts by Trump and others to overturn the state's 2020 election results. A judge plans to release the report at 10 a.m. Eastern. Since May of this year, wage growth in the United States has been outpacing inflation on an annual basis for the first time since prices surged over two years ago. Trey Thomas has more.
3: Bank rate analyst Sarah Foster says it doesn't mean Americans' wallets have fully recovered.
5: The economy is turning a corner. The gap is closing. But when you compare how much prices have risen since the beginning of 2021, we can see that there is about a three-point gap for wages.
3: Foster says the bank rate analysis indicates that the gap between prices and wages isn't going to close until the fourth quarter of 2024.
4: I'm Trey Thomas. And Hurricane Lee is now a Category 5 storm. The National Hurricane Center says rip currents and hazardous surf will spread across the Northern Caribbean Friday and begin affecting the mainland U.S. by Sunday. It's expected to remain powerful well into next week. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
3: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Then I notice that, I go over to uh, these... Stores that are taking over dollar general or dollar store or whatever and buy those cheater little cheater readers for about a dollar and a half
0: and i bet you have them all over Oh, i you? got them
2: all over. i got them in my desk in my car in my truck i got them in my backpack i got them all over they help an awful lot i should have them in the studio where i need them here to read <laughs> once but, in
0: a while you probably should
2: <laughs> <laughs> more than once in a while but uh that's why we make see, this that's why
0: can, we make this uh the font so big for you then
2: that's right the bigger the font the better it is hey we uh, we've got weather i can read this all about chilson automotive group they're our sponsor of the weather on wax and they've got a great selection of new jeeps right now at chilsonmotors.com again partly cloudy today high about 73 tonight down to 51 tomorrow partly cloudy 79 sunday cooling off to about 71 cloudy chance of rain around the area monday partly cloudy About 70, then a better chance, it looks like, on Tuesday of some rain, 65. Partly cloudy on Wednesday, 66. Right now, Hayward's down to 45. Rice Lake's at 55. Medford, 53. Wausau, 54. 56. And Marshfield, 59 over at La Crosse. Green Bay is at 54. Madison, Sun Prairie at 58. Milwaukee at 60. And a very pleasant 57 degrees outside our doors this morning. Yeah, you want to watch that travel show on our trip to uh, Costa Rica and Panama coming up in March. All right. Rural Mutual Insurance brings us our Friday morning look at the markets. And Jill, uh, the livestock trade this week. Choice fed beef steers are 175
0: to 188 with mixed at 140 to 174. Choice fed beef heifers are 175 to 187 with mixed at 140 to 174. Choice fed Holstein steers are 160 to 168. With select and silage fed steers, 119 to 159. Cows are 80 to 109 with a top of 125 with bulls at 90 to 123. Butcher hogs are 45 to 85 with sows at 36 to 43 and boars at 20 to 22 and a half. New crop market lamps are 171 to 219. Feeder lambs are Fifty to two dollars. Use are fifty-five to one thirty-five. Small goats are ten to one hundred thirty-five dollars. Medium goats are seventy-five to two hundred seventy-five dollars. Large goats are two hundred to five hundred dollars. With nanny goats at thirty-five to three hundred seventy-five dollars.
2: Livestock trade yesterday at the Mercantile Exchange higher across the board. October live cattle closed one three one eighty-three sixty-five. That was up ninety-five we've got uh, december live cattle up a dollar closing at one eighty seven fifty february one ninety one forty up a dollar two and april live cattle up ninety two at one ninety four ninety five feeder cattle for september two fifty five fifty seven up two forty two october up two forty at two fifty eight eighty seven november feeder cattle up two oh seven at two sixty twenty seven january at two fifty nine thirty seven up a dollar eighty And march at two sixty twenty five up a dollar forty Lean hog carcass contracts, October 82.82 up 95. December 75.27 up 82. February lean hog 79.17 up 70 cents. And April at 84.50. That was up 55. On the board of trade, beans were lower yesterday. Eh, about 15 cents lower at the close. Corn was up a half a cent uh, condition concerning the corn and also some liquidation of the funds and the beans overnight December corn a penny higher at 487 the oats up seven at 503 November soybeans down another one to two cents sitting at just 1357 this morning December meal down 30 cents at 395 dollars a ton and December wheat up one to two cents 601 cheese unchanged yesterday barrels 186 and three quarters blocks 196 and one quarter Butter up a penny at two seventy three. September class three up 7 fifty eight. October up twenty six. Nineteen twenty one. November up twenty seven. At eighteen ninety eight. December up sixteen. At eighteen seventy three. January up a nickel. At eighteen fifty seven. Hungry for breakfast. They got one coming up over an Owen Withy. We'll hear about that coming up on Wax.
3: Wax one zero four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. The
0: Owen Withy FFA alumni. And supporters has an event coming up. I've got Barb Finkelson. She knows an awful lot about this breakfast that's gonna happen.
6: It's going to be at the Black River Orchard on Saturday, September 9th We start serving at seven o'clock in the morning and we serve till about noon or a little later whenever people get tired of coming. So what's on the menu? Typical Dairy Breakfast Fair uh, pancakes, but the one different thing we do is we do apple pancakes also. Absolutely delicious. Homegrown applesauce made from the apples from my orchard. We do sausage that's made locally from River Valley meats. We do, oh, the best scrambled eggs you will ever eat in your entire life. Our business ed teacher at school has a secret recipe, makes the best scrambled eggs ever. Of course, ice cream. Where is... The breakfast you said at the orchard so can you give me a little bit better directions yes black river orchard um if you're coming on highway 29 halfway between withy and thorpe county o Drop south we're a half a mile off from highway 29 you'll see a big sign out front it'll say black river orchard
0: what do you do with the money that's raised from this
6: the breakfast is sponsored by the own with the ffa alumni and we use it for multiple projects Everything goes back to our local Owen with the FFA kids. We may support kids going on leadership conferences, going state FFA, national FFA, but a portion of it goes back to a new project that we just started developing last fall, and that is the Wells Learning Center. Um, Dee Wells and her husband Jerry bought a barn right across from the school, perfect opportunity for kids to go over there so a lot of this money goes for expenses for the barn
0: expenses for the barn are you remodeling or what are you doing what does it take to get the barn ready for kids to be able to do things there
6: Jerry and Dee stood behind most of the expenses of remodeling the barn because it was a very, very old barn, very rough shape. They've had it resided. The hay mow is refixed up, gone in. We've helped with some of the expenses of redoing the inside of the barn. Right now, pretty much if she needs a little extra money, we try to kick in if we can. The FFA
0: alumni is investing in it. Who's
6: able to use it then? Mainly the students of the Owen Withy School District and kids in the community it's open 24 hours a day we have a lot of parents with young children who bring their kids in it's kind of like a big petting zoo we have right now we have a mama lamb and her two babies we have a billy goat we have a mama goat and her baby goat um we have rabbits we have guinea pigs we just had four pigs in there but i had two students that Do not live on farms from the Owen Withie School District. That um, I approached them about wanting to maybe raise some pigs for the Clark County Fair. So they finished raising them, brought them to the fair, were able to exhibit an animal at the Clark County Fair for the first time.
0: Do you think that's kind of the idea to expand and have more kids be able to do that?
6: I do. Uh, This is what I envisioned when we first heard that um, Dee and Jerry had bought the farm because I work at a school system and I see so many kids that don't have any direction in their life. They need something to ground them and give them some responsibility. And both of these kids did a wonderful job feeding their animals every day, keeping them clean, getting them ready for the fair. And like I said, they just showed for the first time. And even though they didn't get blue ribbons on their hogs, they each got a white and they each got a pink, they both went out for showmanship and just super excited about that. Uh, the young boy, he's looking forward to next year. He wants to take a pig, and now he'd like to graduate to either dairy or dairy beef. So <laughs> it's always great
0: to spark that interest in these students and you know, teach them a lot of life skills, don't you
6: think? Definitely, and that was part of the, the vision of Mr. Engel, our um, ag teacher at Owen Withey. Him having been in the classroom for 10 years, he realizes that a lot of kids are lacking life skills. And so he has animal agriculture classes for semester they go over first hour during the day they take care of the animals they clean the barn feed everything that needs to be done good life lessons for kids tell me again when where and what we're going to eat it's going to be at the black river orchard which is located halfway between thorpe and withy right off highway 29 it is occurring on saturday september 9th starting at seven o'clock in the morning and serving till about noon
2: and again it's like the inner Barb. I've known Barb Finkelson for so long, and she and Gordy over there. But uh, she's like the Energizer Bunny, she, she is always involved and always enthusiastic. And of course, Travis Engel came back and reinvigorated because for a while they had no FFA program there at no Owen Withy, and they reinvigorated it and reestablished it. And it's going great guns, and uh. With support of the alumni, that barn is a tremendous idea and uh, really to be commended. The folks at Owen Withy, so get out and support them tomorrow morning with the breakfast over there. And again, it's uh, it's just a wonderful project they've got going. And uh, you know, the more money they make at the bar or at the breakfast, the more they can do. So good stuff. Owen with the FFA alumni, keep up the good work agribusinesses before we uh, get into a little bit of talk about mental health tell us about another buyout Jill
0: well the list of agribusinesses got shorter earlier this month with another buyout as Bob mentioned this time DLF a global seed company owned by Danish grass seed farmers has bought out Corteva Agriscience the sale includes Corteva's global alfalfa germoplasm and breeding program AlphaRex C's brand name and trademarks that include High Guest Alfalfa Technology, High Ton uh, Performance Alfalfa, High Salt Salinity Tolerance Alfalfa, and MS Sundra Hybrid Technology, all current commercial alfalfa varieties, and select Corteva personnel supporting the Alfalfa program. The whole kit and caboodle. DLF has over 2,000 employees in 22 countries.
2: All right. So, uh, again, buying them out. Happening uh, all over agriculture, that is for sure. All right. We're almost 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. Thank you, Jill. As we uh, move forward, we're going to get an update on mental health. We'll hear what's uh, what's happening, what's available, and why it's needed. But uh, what's needed are some good cattle, and we've got those for you. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax
3: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
7: Talking about mental health struggles is never easy. Sometimes it's hard to share with others if you are struggling, and it can be hard for loved ones to bring up the topic if they are concerned. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Nate Zimdars, and I'm speaking with Karen Endres. She is the Farmer Wellness Program Coordinator at the Wisconsin Farm Center. Over the past few years... She has been focusing on how best to support farmers who are struggling with their mental health. She shares more about the life-changing work the Farmer Wellness Program is doing. Karen, can you tell me about what some of those support services are that you have in place where that money is going towards?
5: So starting way back in 2005, they issued their first counseling voucher, but those were funded by grants and other organizations. So we have been funded through the state legislature for approximately four years. And thanks to Governor Evers and our Wisconsin State Legislature, just received funding for the next biennium. So that'll be six years of receiving $100,000 per year to help farmers and farmer wellness. Since we received the funding, we've been able to fund those counseling vouchers. So that's our biggest program. And that's the one that we're trying to get out there and let farmers know, I'll not only pay for their counseling session, but I'll connect them with a counselor that knows farming and that's pretty specific to what they need, whether that be substance abuse, maybe it's anxiety, depression. I can make that match. Sometimes it's marriage counseling. Farming is stressful. We often work with our family. So I can make that match. So having the right counselor and helping the farmers pay for that service has really been a win-win. And just to give you an idea, last fiscal year, We redeemed 217 vouchers, and that's an all-time high for our program. And out of all the vouchers that I issued, four out of five of them were used, which is just great.
7: So it's pretty apparent that there are a lot of challenges out there, and the need is there among farmers. Can you tell us what kind of challenges farmers have been sharing with you this past year, and are some of those challenges and concerns different from other years?
5: You know, farm stress really hasn't changed that much. We just see it in a different way. Maybe this year you're experiencing more drought conditions in your area and that's really weighing heavy on you or the climbing interest rates, right? But then the next year it's going to be something else or this year, again, low milk prices. We're in that cyclical business. So it seems to repeat itself. There's a little bit of a pattern and farm stress just working with your family. One thing I am noticing though is even greater isolation coming out of the pandemic a lot of people, a lot of businesses stopped visiting farms, right? They changed their business model. They went to emails or other forms of communication instead of stopping to see the farmers. There's fewer farmers, right? So you don't have your 10 neighbors that are all milking cows, maybe it's only two of you in the county or in the township. So that has all changed. And that's one thing that I see is that isolation. And that's one thing that when we look at our programs like counseling vouchers, but we also have telecounseling, which is really great because you can talk to someone on the phone and I can get someone an appointment usually in five to ten business days, which is really fast turnaround in the counseling world. We also have online support groups And have we seen that grow? At first, I thought, who's going to come talk on an online support group? It works. It really does. We've had 124 attendees at our 18 online farmer support groups that were done last year. So it works. They're finding community and they're finding people to talk to.
7: So September is National Suicide Awareness Month. Does the Farm Center have any programming or awareness campaigns that are planned to help recognize that month?
5: Farm suicide is tough, and unfortunately, farmers statistically, if you look at the research, are 1.6 to 5 times more likely to die by suicide than the average population. Part of it is that isolation, that stress, that access to weapons. So we definitely will be recognizing that. We're working on programs year-round, trying to get farmers into counseling for anxiety, depression, to help with that. We are working with other groups such as UW Extension. We partner with them. They have some great training out there. I think one of the things you can do if you're listening to this, is get trained to understand what are the signs? How do I bring up, right? It's not easy to say to someone, do you think you're gonna hurt yourself? That's a really hard question to ask. But there are ways to notice the signs to be more comfortable in asking that. One is called Question, Persuade, Refer, QPR training. It's an hour online. AgriSafe puts it out there. It's a great training to get your feet wet. Uh, Comet training is one done by UW Extension. They want to train anybody interested. Um, So there's trainings out there happening all the time. Mental health first aid. I'm working with a gentleman who offers that training. That's an eight-hour, so that's a big commitment. But, boy, I felt a lot more comfortable after that training knowing what I can and can't do and what works and how to get people talking. So really good. And let's get that into our youth, our 4-H, our FFAs. Let's start getting them trained so they recognize that because it's really important. And I have to tell you, our work is not done here. Earlier in August, we had a farmer in northwest Wisconsin die by suicide, and his family wants everybody to know that we need to continue talking about it. It's not a nice topic. It's not something that people want to share, but this family is strong, and they're out there, and they're telling people. They wrote the obituary in a way to know that he died because he suffered from depression. And so they gathered his memorial money and they're going to be looking at organizations like Farmer Angel Network and trying to start something in northwest Wisconsin so that their local farmers can get help and have someone to talk to.
7: Over the last couple of years that you have been involved in the program, how have you witnessed the work you and the center are doing make a difference in the lives of farmers across the state?
5: I think one of my first clients that I got to help find a counselor, and that's kind of how I evolved the program, it used to be send out a list of counselors in your area and the farmer would have to start calling. Well, we all know if a farmer's made that one phone call to ask for help, it's unlikely they're going to make five more to find a counselor. And that farmer called me back and said, it didn't work. The first counselor I called said they had a conflict of interest, right? We're in small rural communities. You're going to know somebody. And so I helped that person connect with someone. And he wrote to me later and said, I was laughing in my barn. I was dancing. I went to a wedding and danced with my wife. And my son looked at me and said, Dad, you know what? There is hope. And I think that's the what keeps me going every day. Yes, there are tragedies and there are people suffering out there with our anxiety, our depression, this unbelievable stress of the business that we're in. But there is hope.
2: There certainly is. That's Karen Enders. And so again, look around, find the help you need. In fact... This weekend, we've already talked about all the things going on around the area. Get out and talk to your neighbors and friends. Meet some new friends and enjoy breakfast at Owen Withy or over in Spencer or go to a horse pull or an old car show in Holcomb and Loyal this weekend on Sunday. There's a lot to do. So, again, don't uh, sit around. Get out. A lot of people cheer you up i always enjoy getting out with the folks because uh it, it always cheers me up and same with you get out of the crowd it's a lot more fun isn't it
0: it is a lot more fun and you might
2: you get to learn some stuff too well that's for sure and at my age if i can learn something i'm awfully excited <laughs> all right it's about 5 30 in the morning we're gonna find out what's going on keeping it rural Wax
3: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Well, let's get in the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is up and at him on a Friday. Boy, isn't this good sleeping weather?
8: Oh, this is the best. Put those windows open and enjoy Wisconsin, right?
2: Yeah, so what time do you get up in the morning? So oh, well, get here from boy, beautiful downtown or beautiful rural Boysville.
8: Well, our rooster crows anywhere between 2.30 and 3 a.m. <laughs> Isn't so that fun? Yeah. not
2: that fun? Well, yeah.
8: it's good to have you up and
2: at them. What's going on?
8: We're going to start with headlines that keep us pretty close to our area. Good morning. And as we begin this day, we stay pretty close to home. It begins with two people facing charges for a police chase in Augusta last week. The DA in Eau Claire uh, did file charges against 21-year-old Alexander Rose and 34-year-old Cassandra Slovy police say they sped away from cops in augusta last week and it took a chase a foot chase and a police dog to capture them both prosecutors are moving ahead with fleeing attempted battery and possession with intent to deliver thc charges Meanwhile, there are charges filed against a Monroe County deputy whose police canine died after being left in a hot car. Prosecutors this week filed a single charge of mistreating animals against 29-year-old Detective Alexander Moss. We also know that um, Moss was suspended after Colt had to be put down. He did resign from the Sheriff's Department about two weeks later. Looking at other headlines, shining a light on a new effort with Wisconsin's Citizen Utility Board asking state regulators to put a limit to profits for some of Wisconsin's largest utilities. Yesterday, they asked the state's public service commission to hold the line on rate hikes from Alliant, XL and Madison Gas and Electric. All three utilities have hearings before the PSC next week, and all three are asking to charge customers more. Meanwhile, at the Capitol, we continue with proposed legislation that would make it easier for retailers to offer E-15 motor fuel. Republican Joan Balweg chairs the Senate Agriculture and Tourism Committee. Sounded like this behind Capitol doors. This is just coming out right now.
0: Uh, it's something that has been in the works for the last couple of years. And another way
8: that agriculture can provide our energy infrastructure. Balweg said Wisconsin has several successful ethanol plants and if passed, the bill would provide funding and incentives to expand accessibility. And back to nature's own, fueled by the wings, 135-mile-an-hour winds will move a lot of stuff, including flamingos.
1: Hurricane Idalia is responsible for relocating dozens of flamingos from their home, mostly in Florida, to Kentucky, Tennessee, North and South Carolina, even Pennsylvania. According to the American Birding Association, it's common for birds to be relocated during a hurricane, but not flamingos. Researchers say the birds could have flown with the storm winds or could have been caught in the eye and flew with it. They say eventually the flamingos will figure it out and fly home. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio.
8: And we better fly back to the barn where, Bob, I don't see you balancing on one leg in there this morning. (laughs) Get the chores done with two legs on wax 104.5. You know, that wind is
2: something. I remember being in California and uh, the storms out there a few years ago relocated these great big uh, sea I don't know uh, what they call, what are they, sea, not sea otters, they're bigger than otters, but... Uh, like
8: seals and stuff like Yeah, big
2: like, things. Yeah. Sea lions. Thank you, Jill. Jill mm-hmm. just said sea lions. But they used to be way around the point. Now they're at uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Mm-hmm. And they sit up on the on the uh, piers there, and they... Ay, 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 <laughs> and I said, man, they said, yeah, that's all the males. They'd lay there and get fat on the piers. Mm-hmm. And the women, the females, are all out there hunting. Getting women are used to, to
8: that. I've I heard that it. sound after it. people sit too long at the bar some <laughs> nights, too. It's not just the fear that makes them make <laughs> yeah. that sound. I've been, oh, 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 I've, been yeah. in, I've been in those bars,
2: too. I've been in those bars. Stay away from them this weekend.
8: That's right.
2: All right. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. All right. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom. Let's go to the weather room. Sky 13. Mike Dandry is there. You ever been out in Fisherman's Wharf?
9: I've never been to Fisherman's Wharf, but uh, went to San Diego plenty of times. Yeah, well. but I'm not going to make any sea lion noises. I'm sorry, Bob.
2: Oh, they're they're just funny. I've recorded them once in a while in my tape recorder and play them back <laughs> on the air, and it's uh, it's fun to play those things. But oh, talk about big, fat, lazy animals! <laughs> oh, hey, man. don't talk about me like that. <laughs> it's like some it's like the patio in some bars around here in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Summertime—it's uh well, last week was summertime. Now it's moving towards fall. What's uh, what's up?
9: Yeah, summer is uh, starting to wind down. As uh, this morning, actually having cloud cover hang around a little longer than initially anticipated. That's actually giving us a warmer start to the morning. As we're starting off mostly into the fifties, but as high pressure settles in, this will allow for more sunshine, bringing our temperatures mostly to the low to mid seventies. Later tonight, staying clear, dipping to the lower 50s. For tomorrow, sunshine early, temperatures near 80, but then we have a cold front moving through later on in the afternoon into the evening. That'll bring us a few chances at some showers, possibly a rumble or two of thunder. Some of those showers will take us into Sunday with highs in the upper 60s and low 70s. And we'll have some on and off chances of some showers both for Monday and Tuesday with highs in the upper 60s before more widespread sunshine returns on Wednesday. Highs once again in the upper 60s before rebounding slightly to the lower 70s on Thursday but right now we do have a mostly cloudy sky and a temperature of 57 degrees in Eau Claire
2: so for the weekend a lot of weekend activities outdoor activity looks like it should be pretty good as far as the rain chances
9: yeah, I think uh, most of Saturday should be okay. Maybe mm-hmm. some, uh, as Leanne had said earlier, rainyish conditions yeah, yeah, later yeah. in the <laughs> afternoon and evening time frame, and uh, Sunday we'll just have those on and off chances at some
2: showers. Sounds good, sir. Have a good weekend. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll be back. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's almost 20 minutes to 6. Brent's here. We've got markets to get to, but more news. Jill. what else is going on? Not all of it
0: good news either. No, dairy farmers in western Wisconsin and Minnesota are already struggling to find plants to cake their milk. Got more bad news this week or two ago when the Hastings Creamery in Hastings, Minnesota closed its doors. According to reports in the Wisconsin Ag Connection, and other sources, the plant was cited numerous times for violations of its wastewater permit. The Metropolitan Council, which operates the Sewage Treatment Center in the Twin Cities region, said the creamery had violated its permit six times in the past seven months. Also this past July, the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection suspended the plant's milk contractor license. But let's talk cheese production. In Wisconsin in July, it was up about 7 million pounds from a year ago, but down about 5.5 million pounds from this past June. Total production in July reached 291.7 million pounds as national cheese production followed the same trend, losing about 8 million pounds from June to July. California is number two in cheese production, making about 90 million pounds less in Wisconsin, In July, with Idaho ranking third and New Mexico fourth.
2: Yep, we make not only the most, but the best cheese also here in Wisconsin. So uh, eat it up. It's good stuff. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: It's 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. It's in the mid-50s today, heading up into the lower 70s. And we need to head to Altoona Equity and hear from Jim Lindsay.
10: Choice dairy cross steers and $1.50 dollar to $1. seventy two. High yielding choice and prime holstein steers a dollar sixty-three to a Choice holstein steers a dollar fifty to a sixty-two. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar forty-nine and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from dollar five to a dollar nineteen. We at the top of a dollar twenty-two. Sixty percent of the cows sold from eighty to a dollar four. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from seventy-nine and down. Cow bulls sold from a dollar five to a dollar Thin full horn and lightweight. Bulls all discounted 80% of the 95 pound up Holstein bull calves Sold from 200 to $405 per head Land Park quality calves sold from $200 per head And down quality beef calves Sold from 275 to $635 per head special feeder sale will be this friday september 8th we have a lot of good holstein and beef feeders this sale as well as some bred beef cows all feeder sales are live on Kettle USA. if you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Kettle usa or to consign cattle to upcoming sale feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104 to check out our early consignments go to the equity livestock market consignment page and click on the el tuna market this has been jim lindsay reporting from equity livestock in el tuna have a great day
3: the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Well, we've got to get over to the Equity Stratford Barn on a Friday morning. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Hey, what are you doing next Wednesday? What am I doing next Wednesday?
11: Um,
2: I'm going to invite uh, you over and I'm going to invite you over to uh, Hyman's Holsteins. We're going to have the bishop there for our rural life day for the diocese. So we're going to be at uh, Hyman's Holsteins, but. 10 o'clock for the, uh, for the mass and blessing of the crops, blessing of the uh, machinery, all kinds of things. Good meal. Kenny and Joel and Hyman and the family are, are hosting Rural Life Days, so I invite you over there.
11: Well, thank you. I, I've already got another uh, appointment that day, but maybe we can get over there in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it works, but yeah, I was reading about that, too. and uh, Just a great facility there. You so, bet. Uh, you bet. Yeah, Looking forward want to it. To, uh, and I think the I was reading up all the, uh, all the great things that uh, Kenny and Joellen do for the community. It's just amazing, you know. It so.
2: really is, and they're, they're going to be great hosts, and the, yeah, they're good folks. They helped at the uh, recent fair. You know, Dennis Bangart, uh, who's done so much over there, is uh, challenged with uh, some cancer right now, living over in Rochester, and uh, they helped uh, organize, Kenny helped organize uh, sale of a hog for $23,000 to help Dennis and his family with some of their living expenses. So, you know, that's that's what it's all about. So, again, I invite anybody who wants to come to Hyman Holstein's over on Highway 10 Wednesday morning about 10 o'clock. But in the meantime, we better wrap up the week over there at Stratford. How'd we do? And we'll do that, Bob. Thank you.
11: Uh, although uh, only three sales this week here at Stratford, still a busy week, and we'll cap it for you folks this morning. We'll start with the market auction. Now these are going to be the conventional market cows. High-holding fleshy Holstein cows this past week here at Stratford, selling mostly from a dollar to a dollar twenty-seven. Some fancy cows on Wednesday from one twenty-seven to one thirty-four. Most of the cows this week sold between eighty. That's your average cows. Uh, and below 80 on those light carcass thinner cows. Organic cows, sell, selling here every Tuesday. High-yielding organics are selling from 150 to 160. Now we'll get back to the more conventional type cattle on the fed cattle market. Choice grading Holstein Sears are selling from 142 uh, to 162. High-yielding choice and strictly prime Holstein's, 163 to 166. Select cattle on the finished cattle, 140 and below. On the bull market, now these are conventional type bulls. Uh, better quality bulls are selling mostly from dollar fourteen to a extreme top of the bulls at one thirty, uh, lighter weight bulls below one ten. Calf market fully steady all week. Good call the Holstein Bull calves one fifty to three fifty, up to three eighty this week. Heifer calves uh, very limited demand this week on the heifer calves. Anyway, mostly from fifty to a dollar on those. Beef calves continue to be very strong. Three hundred to $600, six hundred, six oh five top on Monday. We want to look ahead to next week. Back to the full four-day schedule next week, of course. Uh, next sale will be on Monday. Our next hay auction will be next Tuesday. Also next Tuesday we do have a uh, special dairy cattle auction next Tuesday here at Stratford. That will be 11 a.m. start time. We do have a complete herd dispersal of 70 head of organic cows, uh, there's some Holsteins in there, Red Holsteins, Swiss Holsteins, uh, very good components on these cows. So if you're well, if you're in the regular business, some good cows here. But organic, organic folks, uh, this will be a very good time to buy some good quality replacements. And also, on next, uh, the Tuesday after that, on nineteenth, we do have another complete herd dispersal. And also, our next uh, feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. We do got a lot of nice lineup of cattle already. Got a large consignment of one owner cattle, about 50 head. Uh, most of it is going to be steers and heifers in that five to seven weight. So a lot of stuff on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page and you guys will be there. Uh, that's so you can get all of this information. And, uh, Bob, I guess I'll turn it back to you. You guys have a nice weekend and, uh, I haven't really been following the football too much with all the baseball stuff going on. What are the Badgers doing this week?
2: They're out at Washington State tomorrow night, so uh, hopefully they can avenge a defeat from last year. So hopefully that does happen. Have a good weekend, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Barn. And the rest of our markets. Before we get to Brent, uh, board of trade overnight. December corn went up a penny at four eighty seven. The oats up seven at five zero three. December wheat up one to two at six zero one. November soybeans down one to two cents, thirteen fifty seven a bushel. December meal down thirty cents a ton at three hundred ninety five dollars. Country elevator prices.
0: Northside elevator, loyal location, corns at four ninety eight with soybeans at twelve eighty eight, and in Arcadia, corns at four eighty five with soybeans at. 1290. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location, corn's at 487 with soybeans at 1288.
2: On the DTM screen, corn at Golden Plump today, 477. At Baldwin, Mondova, and Elmwood, corn's 462, beans 1283. Duran, 462 and 1278 on the beans. At Fall Creek, the corn's 452, the beans 1273. Osseo, 462 on the corn. 1288 on the beans and elk mound 481 and 1290. Ellsworth corn 442 beans 1268. No numbers from Sparta ethanol plants. Boysville corn 507. Stanley 502 and Richmond 487. Cheese unchanged yesterday. Butter was up a penny at 273. September class 3 up 7 at 1858. October up 26 1921. November up 27 at 1898. December up 16 at 1873. And January up in Nickel at 1857. Friday morning, a dry Friday morning. Brent Wink is with us on our program. Planting, growing, and harvesting the crop from uh, folks at Winfield, part of Land Lakes. Did you get any rain at all this past week? Some you folks know, did. Uh, Tuesday, I think. we did got, you uh, Tuesday
12: night. I think we had three or four tents that night in most of the area over there. In our crops
2: in St. Croix County. So and I knew uh, crops could use every drop of it.
12: Yeah, it's really uh, kind of been hit and miss. And the end of the season is awful dry. Boy, but that is for coming sure. Coming out of the heat. It uh, Boy, this is like the fastest three weeks of development I've seen in a crop with all that heat and things that we were having. But we had uh, another field day this week over in Menominee. Alcivia had their uh, grower day on Wednesday. So kind of wrapping up a lot of the grower days. I think we have one... Plot day left down in Osseo. I'll have to next week get the date uh, for that. But at uh, the
2: Welke Land and Cattle Company, no, I, no, I
12: think at Von Hayden's oh, down okay. there, on September twentieth. Right. I think. will right. have to get the exact stuff. But yeah, it had a, it had a good turnout, and it's it's been a lot of fun throughout this uh, summer and fall talking with growers and really revisiting tissue sampling. You know, it, when uh, when an individual goes to the doctor and has blood work done. It's about the only way you can tell where your cholesterol is or where all the, you know, the, the things are within your body. And the same with a, a corn crop or a soybean crop when we're able to send in these tissue samples and, and have, have the crop tell us how it's feeling.
2: So and that's re- how these guys set world records
12: because yeah. they tissue test all year long. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the crop is just there to tell you what it needs. And, and so we were re- reviewing a lot of those numbers and from last season, we're still finding a lot of Corn plants deficient in nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, sulfur being a really big one, and then uh, zinc, manganese, boron. So, kind of just getting a read on the on the plant throughout. So, really encouraging growers to do more of that next year throughout the growing season. Then we also had some of the results on soybeans, and the soybeans the two big ones were potassium and sulfur. You talk, we had a new world record for soybeans here a few weeks ago two hundred and six bushel. Yeah. Per acre set down in i think georgia mm-hmm. it's just amazing to see that kind of yield you know 30 years ago we were hoping to have that on corn now we've got that on soybeans so certainly just the the paying attention to the nutrients first and foremost the, those are the the big blocks to take care of on a crop and then you can shift gears to some of those other add-on things so great conversation around that um uh, that switching gears one of those add-on things we've got a a uh fungicide trial on corn and yesterday we flew it with the drone and we've got uh, replicated blocks out across this 40 acre field it was amazing to see the difference in plant health we're going to continue to kind of take pictures obviously bring it to yield that i'm sure is going to be one of the talking points this winter again to to look at that and some of those findings and again just uh, seeing the impact it can have you know this drought stressed corn and the corn is just holding a lot greener and doing all the things that 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 product is supposed to do so we'll see what uh what that leads to but it's really fun to see it from the air i even learned how to fly the drone bob i'm not really good at it but really i was i was running the controls and doing it myself they're amazing machines it is they uh, the are. picture
2: quality is, oh, is, is well it depends is really on the camera good. they put on it
12: but, Yeah. yeah yeah, I know. That's, that's, uh, I'm wondering, that'd probably make hunting a lot easier. I'm not, <laughs> not a deer hunter. All DNR are game wardens, I am not a deer hunter. Uh, um, then the last thing, switching gears, this weekend is a huge weekend in Glenwood City, my hometown, rustic lower days, all weekend long. But probably the highlight is going to be tonight the 12th annual FFA Alumni Truck and Tractor Pull. You announcing again? I got the privilege to announce that again. Okay. So it starts at 7 p.m. All right. Uh, you know, be food and vendors and, you know, a great event for the FFA alumni. They, they you know, a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. to spend the money on the kids in school and keep agriculture alive and well. And a uh, uh, car show and a kickball turn, a benefit kickball tournament tomorrow. And then the parade on Sunday. So, any
2: refreshments?
12: Um, tonight?
2: For yeah. Or all weekend long? The,
12: so, the stand that I announced from is on the other side of the beer tent. So, I, I need a runner. <sighs> <laughs> Jill, no. you know, I don't want them to get hit by the tractors no or anything. Jeepers, but no, every now and then I need somebody to run from the one side over to my side. Oh, yeah, so you we'll, got to keep lubricated. Yeah, we'll see if yeah. we can find a runner tonight. So, rustic Lordays, days rustic in Glenwood lord City. Rustic lord days in Glenwood City. What time
2: does the poll start tonight? 7
12: p.m. tonight, St. Craig County Fairgrounds, right in beautiful downtown Glenwood
2: City. Oh, sounds good. Have yeah, fun. You bet. All right. Brent Wink with us again this morning as we plant it, grow it, and uh, harvest it. From Winfield, part of Land o Lakes. All right. Have a good weekend. Again, that's more going on. Don't tell me you don't have anything to do. And it shouldn't be too bad. 57 right now, 73 tomorrow, 79 on Saturday, 71 on Sunday.